Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and we're going to talk about alpha cats today. Specifically, what is an alpha cat? How do you know you have one? What can you do if you have one? But before we jump into that, I want to welcome some husband and more than willing co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, everybody, and hello to my beautiful wife and the host of this show, Really appreciate being a part of it. Thank you, my love. Mm, I so, appreciate you helping. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the bonding tip of the week first before we start off. Yes, yes. Our bonding tip of the week sponsored by Vitacraft. This week's bonding tip is warming leftovers. Not your leftovers, but the cat's leftovers. <laughs> and what I mean by that is you open up a fresh can of food and you feed your cat, and we talked about storing leftovers properly, and you put it in the refrigerator, and now it's time to serve those leftovers, and they're cold. And there is nothing natural about a cat eating a cold meal. Think about when he catches that fresh bird. That bird is warm, and that mouse is warm, and so that's what they're used to. So what do a lot of people do? They just pop that food in the microwave and warm it up, but no, don't do that. Because that actually changes the food molecularly. And what we really need to do is treat it like you would a baby bottle. Put some hot water in the sink and float that container in the water for about 30 minutes. That'll help get it to room temperature. And then whenever you put it in the cat's bowl, go ahead and add a little hot water to the top of it to warm it even more. So that's your bonding tip of the week. Warm okay, so your leftovers properly. Okay, yeah. wait a minute. But what does warming leftovers have to do with bonding? <laughs> well, like I've said before, bonding isn't always about the cuddles. You know, when when you create an environment where your cat can express its natural behaviors and there's nothing natural about eating cold meat, then, you know, your cat is going to be more more confident and calm and reassured in that environment. And when a cat feels that way, he's much more likely to bond with you than if he's always on edge and things are bothering him and he's grumpy and that kind of thing. So absolutely creating that natural environment for your cat absolutely will increase bonding. I guess I get some of that because, you know, oftentimes they always, if you're taking care of wild cats you are feeding them and they're coming from this wild environment and they continue to come to that same location you'll look out there over time and the kitties are there so there's sort of a bonding connection unspokenly to you know hey i rely on you and you're doing a good job feeding me absolutely (laughs) cats know where their meals come from don't ever doubt that (laughs) i know i know so I'm excited about this uh, topic today. 
what is an alpha cat? Because, you know, there's always alpha dog and alpha elephant and alpha tiger and alpha this and alpha that. So because <laughs> today we're finally going to be talking about that. And let's start off with what is really an alpha cat. Does he look like the alpha lions in the Sahara Desert? No, no, it's the other place, the safari place. Well, let's put it this way. Alpha refers to the animal with the highest rank in the social group. Oh, so alpha cat is the one who's the boss over all the other cats. So, I mean, that's that's pretty typical, right? Well, no. Yes nope. and no. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at dogs first, all right? Sometimes it's good to contrast the two species because people seem to know a lot about dogs and they don't always know as much about cats, right? So dogs have evolved with what's called a social hierarchy, which means that in their family, and they do live in in groups. So in your home, there's multiple dogs and people. There's a hierarchy in the dog's mind to that. And the people are always the pack leaders of that hierarchy. And then if you have multiple dogs, there's going to be one that has a higher status than the others, right? Yeah. So is that the same for cats, though, that hierarchy? You know, I am the boss and everybody answers to me. Do they see us as pack leaders and and want to please well, us like dogs? This is where it gets really difficult to talk about cats in those terms because oppositely, cats have evolved solitary, right? They don't really have social rankings. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't and don't get along with other cats. They they do, right? They're They're what's called facultatively social, which means they have the choice to be social if they want to, but they don't have to cooperate and live with other cats to survive like, like dogs do. So the alpha cat sees itself above even the owners. <laughs> yep. There you have it. <laughs> wow. There you have it. And it's not just alpha cats. All cats see themselves as the boss of everything. <laughs> I believe that for sure. So I'm feeling like you're, you're skirting the issue and not answering what exactly an alpha cat is. Well, that's true. Cause it's a gray area and it's defined in a lot of different ways. And, and to be honest, I say there are no alpha cats because the lead cat role in a home is fluid and it can change from day to day. Sometimes it can change multiple times during the day even, you know, and, and it's really more about the dominant cat than it is the alpha cat and that cats expressing dominance changes. It's fluid. It's the best way to think about that. Um, but if we're going to call them alpha cats today, I'm going to say some people define alpha cats as those cats that refuse to be led or, you know, those are the cats that take charge of the take charge personalities, the my way or the highway type of cats. Other people define them as cats who try to control their owners, biting them to get them up in the morning or if they're not getting enough attention or things like that. It, or other people really define cats who are aggressive and controlling to both the people and the other cats in the home. But I personally 
don't think that there are truly alpha cats. But there is, I mean, we see it a lot of times, and you see it in, in homes when you have two or three, four cats. They, that cat-to-cat aggression is a real thing, right? Yeah, I, a lot of my behavior cases are are about aggression between cats, but it's not always about, you know, you, you have to, in my opinion, as a behavior specialist, it's my job to figure out what's going on with the cats so that we can effect positive change for everybody, the cat included. And so in my mind, I always think, why is that cat feeling like he needs to be asserting himself? And that answer to that is usually that there's not enough resources in the house. The cat is feeling insecure about there not being enough for everybody or the space isn't big enough for all these cats we have in here. Or a cat could simply just have a history of not being socialized with other cats. We see that a lot in kittens that are, you know, raised solo without adult cats and other kittens in the home. And then they see another cat as an adult, and that's a very scary experience for them. And maybe they're not really alpha. They're they're experiencing fear because they don't know how to act and and have a relationship with another cat. Um, then you have like unaltered males. You know, they certainly are going to have more of an assertive dominant role because in the back of their minds, you know, they're they're all about breeding because and that causes a a lot of pent up frustration in an animal, and so. Um, Those are some of the reasons that you can have aggression between cats, but it's not just because this cat is trying to be alpha all the time. We got to kind of take a step back and look at what's behind that cat's feelings of wanting to be dominant all the time. Why aren't they happy with things just the way they are, right? So I, I prefer to take a deeper dive and not just go, oh, well, you got an alpha cat, deal with it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so how do you teach a cat who's trying to be the dominant cat to not be the dominant cat necessarily? Well, again, you, I think you need to find the source of that issue and and fix it. Like I said, so I'd start with making a list of the behaviors that you feel the cat's being dominant about and choose your battles carefully, right? Because it's like, don't don't make issues over the little stuff. But if there's some big things that your cat is doing that's causing you concern, you know, make a, make a short list of what those behaviors are. And again, usually this behavior is more about the cat not being able to do what's natural to his species in the environment that you've created for him. So creating structure and routine will help a lot. And don't let him bully you out of that routine, right? Like, for example, you feed Pico his morning meal at, you know, 7, 7.30 or so. And then I feed him lunch, usually about 12, 12.30. Well, even though he gets a big meal first thing in the morning, he's kind of hangry at about 10.30 or so, 10, 10.30. And 
sometimes I, and what he does, he'll come and let me know, Hey, I'm hangry. Right. He'll start by <laughs> rubbing a hangry kitty. Hangry, how do you hangry handle kitty. a hangry Pico? Right? <laughs> <laughs> how do you handle <laughs> a hangry kitty Pico? Right. And so he like, he'll start aggressively bunting my legs and then he'll, reach his paw out like he's stretching but it'll land on my leg and he'll flex those nails into my leg and then if i still am just like nope you got another two hours to go we can talk at noon but this is a little early mister then he'll reach out and he'll nip my shins and you know and and it it gets bothersome and i'm trying to get work done so i'll give in a lot of times and just go ahead and feed him at 10 30 but what I really need to do is just change the routine or ignore the behaviors. That would be the proper thing to do. If he really needs to eat again at 1030 and that's a consistent thing and I'm like, okay, what's the difference? I feed you at 1030 or I feed you at 1230. And if I feed him at 1030 and then he's content until we feed him again at five, then maybe I just need to change that routine or if I can't change that routine or absolutely don't want to change it, then I have to ignore those behaviors. It's very important that you only respond to and positively support the behaviors that you want to see more of, not all the other behaviors. So, you know, when he's biting my legs and things like that, if I, I, what I should do is just get up, turn my back and walk away and not engage with him. But what I do instead is I look at him and I go, Pico, ow, stop that. That hurts. Stop. Lunch is coming soon enough. Go take a nap. Come on. Mom's trying to work. So I talk to him. I'm positively reinforcing the behaviors that I really don't want him to do. Right. So either you have to change a routine in this example or, totally ignore it okay so um let, let's go back to the dog alpha situation and can't you you know do like the dog alphas and snarl or maybe hiss or show him who's boss like go lay down and take a nap right now <laughs> <laughs> well i looking for you i could but it doesn't really work in cats and the reason it doesn't work it, it, I mean, it, it might work. The cat will run away from you and you got what you want. But the problem is the cat's feeling fear. You know, oh, my God, why is she acting so weird? Why is she making loud noises in my face? That's scaring me. Right. And so the cat may go away because it's afraid of you now. But that's just eroding the bond and relationship that you share with that cat. So really patience and consistency are the things that you need most when you're dealing with a bossy cat, you know? And a lot of that is formed at a young age. So if you're raising a kitten, especially as they hit those, what I call teen years, which are really kind of in that four to eight month age, you know, as these behaviors, these pushing the boundary type behaviors like nipping and and scratching and things like that when all that kind of starts at that age. But you need to teach them then that it doesn't work, right? And you do that by ignoring them. Like I said, you just go, nope, that doesn't work for me and turn your back. Because usually what the cat's trying to do is get your attention in the first place. But you also redirect that behavior to an appropriate target, 
right? So maybe it's a wand toy or something like that. And um, and I also think that, you know, bored cats get labeled as alpha cats. Ah, uh, really? How's that? Well, because, you know, in the wild, cats will spend six hours a day outside hunting. And when we bring them in a home and in a home environment, unless you have a bunch of mice running around your home, they're not getting an opportunity to hunt. So sometimes they'll actually stalk you or other cats in the house. You know, and if you have multiple cats, you've seen this. One will kind of crouch down, get the wiggle butt, and then jump out and pounce on the other cat. And it might surprise the other cat. And the other cat, you know, just leads to a fight. So a lot of times there's pent-up energy because of all of that. <clears throat> then you fix pent-up energy with activities like treat toss. Get a get a hard treat. I I like Vitacraft has meaty morsels. Oh my gosh, they're good, and they're they're kind of pillowy. They're soft, and toss them across the room and let your cat go chase that. And he'll come trotting back to you and go, I want another one. I want another one, and toss it. Um, prey play, of course. You know, get a wand toy. You should be prey playing with your cat a couple times a day at least for about ten minutes. Food puzzles are another great way to kind of burn off some of that pent-up energy. Put them in different spots. Get a bunch of different ones and, you know, let them forage for it. And sometimes, you know, uh, an, another cat works. Make sure that you're getting a cat the same age and that you do the introduction properly. But if you have a solo cat household, sometimes a, another cat will help to occupy your cat and uh, and and burn off some of that energy and you know and do clicker training you know that's a that's a great way to engage a cat and have them focus that energy on something that's that's constructive and and fun and and mentally stimulating so clicker training is great you can teach them you know go to place I haven't done that with Pico yet, and I and I really want to. You you put a mat on the floor or tape a, a square to the floor, but usually a mat is the best thing because then if you travel, you can take the mat with you, and the cat can go to place in different settings, right? So you put the mat on the floor, and then as the cat is getting close to the mat, you know, you go, good boy, and you give him a treat. And then when the cat touches the mat, good boy, give him a treat. And then as the cat gets all four feet in the mat, great, and give him a treat. And then when the cat sits in the mat, good boy. And then you put it on cue. And you say, yeah, you've gone to your mat. Go to your mat. And then pretty soon you can go, go to mat, and the cat will go sit on it. So there's all kinds of great things you can do with clicker training. But, you know, and, and as you've seen, you know, we – do it with Pico all the time. He jumps over my arm and stands up on his back feet and walks. And I mean, it's, it's fun stuff. It's, it's fun stuff. But the bottom line is by focusing on what the cat needs and the cat's motivation for the behaviors you're calling alpha, it's gonna, that, that can actually get you past that unproductive labeling of alpha. You know, address the behaviors with a proper home setup plenty of resources and plenty of play opportunities. And then you really shouldn't have an alpha cat, you know? 
Wow, this has been great, and it's a great topic, Alpha Cat. This feels like you know we I knew should you'd be like doing this, this while we're in the safari, Alpha Cat. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's a, been a great episode, my love, and uh, great information. And to all the listeners that are listening out there, and you have particular topics you want to hear about, just email those to Molly at cattalkradio.com. Again, that's molly at cattalkradio.com. And I also want to invite you to help support the work that we do. You know, we provide this podcast and a lot of other cat care and bonding resources for free. And I work many behavior cases for low-income cat parents for free. And Vitacraft actually sponsors one of those a month. I do just about anything I can do to keep cats out of shelters because that's what Cat Behavior Solutions is all about. So if you share that passion and um, and like this information that you're hearing on Cat Talk Radio, then consider sending us a, a little gratuity tip donation. And it's super easy. You just go to the store at catbehaviorsolutions.com and scroll down past the products to the bottom of the store and there's different donation amounts and you can just add them to your cart and check out with your credit card and it's super easy peasy. Okay. Well, before you do all that, let's, let's back up just a minute and let's have them go ahead and shop through the store and pick a few, few other items and throw it in the cart because it's super easy. As you mentioned, just scroll back up, pick those you want, put them in your cart and then eventually check out, keep, keep going because there's great opportunities for you and your cat in that store. So Molly really does a good job of making all that happen. She has some treats for positive reinforcements. Um, so while you're in the store, you pick some of that up and your cat will just love it as well. We're just started carrying the Vitacraft treats in the store, which are fantastic. Vitacraft is a company that's been around a very long time and is expert in the field of treats and things for cats. So just want you to know that it's there and go try it out and they will uh your, you and your cat will have a great time together because i think they're the best all-around treats they are all those all those proceeds from the store support the nonprofit work we do be sure to like us on facebook and follow us on instagram also we love it when you do that kind of thing this is all volunteer-based podcast as we talked about in the beginning to help you take better care of your cat and increase the bond between you and we're going to keep doing that as long as shelter, shelter euthanasia, euthanasia is, is the, the number, number one cause, cause of death, death in, in cats. cats thanks everybody for tuning in today until next time keep calm and purr on goodbye everybody you can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air in the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat, toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. 
all proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.